But you see, Microsoft Word is a creative content. God Almighty, let it go, Grandpa. God Almighty, <laughs> we've been recording for seven and a half minutes. You've been talking about Word, and this is a. I think you're older than I am, but that's beside the point. Yes, let's move on. So, what's up, peas? <laughs> that's a great start. <laughs> what's up, peas? What's up, peas? Let's talk about software. Let's talk about software. Let's talk about. Yeah, I was going there, but I didn't want to get a content uh, a content strike. So, uh, yeah. So, why don't we uh, let's talk about what's our favorite software, and you know what 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 are some of the things that you need and that you use that you cannot do without. You know, I'm gonna go first. Has anyone heard of Ecamm Live? (laughs) No, we can't go down that road. No, I, I want to start. Why not? And I that wanna, is something we all I, use, and we use it. That's that's probably the most critical piece of software for every one of for us. For this, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. I won't argue that. But I think in terms of being creative, I mean, yeah, every every single one of us uses Ecamm. We know that. And how we use it probably is a little different. And that might actually just be a show for a different day. Cause that's, I would argue that that would probably be the one thing that we all agree on or that we all have in common because the words that are about to come out of my mouth, it, it will be heresy to some of the, some of the people on this uh, uh, broadcast Bring is it. that uh, uh, Microsoft word. Microsoft word is my oh, yeah. favorite Definitely. piece of software. And, and, and I use it every day and I use it multiple times a day. And it's generally the thing that I put most of my thoughts and writings and it's part of my day job. It's part of my writing for a night job. Um, I've started to do, to use Scribner a little bit more to put together a couple of books. But the fact of the matter is, is I've been using Microsoft word since 1988 on a on a, a Mac Plus, where in in the lab in the computer lab, you were given a floppy disk. Remember a floppy disk, kids? Uh, for those of you not knowing what a floppy disk is, it was about uh, in this case a three and a half inch piece of plastic with a spin little piece of uh, recording material in it that you would stick into the computer, and it would allow you to uh, um, pull off programs and write uh, documents onto it, and you were able to have on this floppy disk the operating system for the computer, the program Microsoft Word itself, and then in your documents that you were writing. So, you know, from day one, uh, you know, I was on Microsoft Word. And, and, and honestly, of course, I'm going to get, you know, I, I lean on it heavily because I'm just so used to it and I don't have to think anymore. I know the, you know, I know the key commands and whatever else. And, you know, and again, I I don't want, you know, the problem with people discussing things on the internet nowadays is that the second that you decide that you're going to, you know, like ketchup should not be on a hot dog, you know, you state something like that. And then immediately people think you hate ketchup. And it's not that. I don't hate Google Docs. I don't hate, you know, other pieces of software that you might write in. I'm just saying that day in and day out, I don't even have to think. 
I can open it up and I can get stuff done quickly and, 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 you know, be, you know, be done with it. I have to pay $99 a year for it. And I get all of the other Microsoft suite uh, programs in, and I use a lot of those as well. But, you know, honestly, it's just, you know, uh, it's old school, fine, whatever. I'm an old school type of guy and Microsoft word is really the thing that keeps me going and keeps the creative juices flowing. Cause I don't have to worry about the software. I don't have to worry about learning something new. I can get the words on the page and move on. Hey, we're all here to learn. Nobody, you came in defending yourself before anybody attacked you. You're fine. You can use Microsoft <laughs> word if you want. That's not a problem. No, I'm ready to attack if, if you want. Like We've had this, this discussion before though. We've had, in 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 other in other forums we've we've discussed it and and I've gotten from a couple of you on the screen not that I will name anybody flat out but you know who who have poo pooed me for using Microsoft Word and why look you just we, we know that on? Brainiac Pumpkin is an Excel freak so I mean we're all, we all yeah our, as, and God we'll bless him for that we'll have God bless you Alec for being Excel freak because Excel is a you, I have a, a a saying it's probably a T shirt it should be a T shirt. Get off my uh, lawn. My, no, uh, that's the other one. Yes, that's the other one. Microsoft Excel is like the human brain. No one knows how to use more than 3% of it. And it's it's as simple as that. I mean, Microsoft Excel, most people use uh, Microsoft Word when they should be using Microsoft Excel or Microsoft Excel when they should be using Microsoft PowerPoint. We, you know, we do this also in the Adobe suite too. People use uh, Photoshop for things that they should be using Illustrator for. But the, you know, when it comes down to it, the products from a, you know, from Microsoft just have been around and they will be around and they're improved marginally at this particular point in time. But you know, people can build onto it, and there's a lot of things that you can add onto them to make your life a lot easier. And yeah. So I'm a little defensive. What about it? Okay. I think you're cutting a couple of us short. Um, Alec and I both use Excel probably way more than 3% of its capacity. (laughs) Well, and then, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm making the point that Excel is a very powerful program and that most people don't use it to its full extent. Can we reset for a second? Can we sure. talk about content creation tools instead of just tools? Because I got well, a screwdriver in there that I love the shit out of, but I'm not going to talk about it. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Is that the alcoholic drink or the actual metal tool? That too. I've got that too. Okay. Right. But you see, Microsoft Word is a creative content. God almighty. Let it go, Grandpa. God almighty. <laughs> We've been recording for seven and a half minutes. You've been talking about Word. And this is a. I think you're older than I am, but that's beside the point. Yes, yeah, so let's move on. <laughs> oh, the outtakes are going to be fabulous. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's just round robin it. So, <laughs> speaking of Rob, <laughs> we already did Rob. So, what about you, Rich? What What's your favorite uh, software? Uh, the Illustrator. I'm an Illustrator all day, every day, and I just I, I use I can use it in my sleep almost. Um, so it's. I don't really have to go on about it. I've been using it since 88 as well. Since it, and it was called illustrator 88 and you couldn't see what you were doing. You had to get worked in wireframes or keyframes. I forget what they called it, but you had to go into preview to actually see what you did and then go back into wireframes to make any edits. It was kind of tedious, but anyway, illustrator, that's illustrator all day and all the yeah. Adobe stuff. That's all the Adobe stuff is I'm, I'm in that all day long. Um, premiere for, and if I'm going to pump some tires. Everything. 
Rich, I think you use Illustrator the way that Al Cantina use Excel. Probably. To yeah. a yeah, very agree. high level agree. capacity. Because when I've needed help and I've come to you, you can just do, 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 and just yeah. make things that I can't even conceive. I don't it, I it's have hard no for me. clue what you're doing. It's hard for me to teach it because when you teach somebody, you say, go to the file menu and pull down to this and go to this and with a mouse. And so, but I just do everything with keyboards and it's just automatic and it's just. Yeah, so that's Illustrator's my thing, or the Adobe stuff is my thing. What about you, Keels? I think the most important tool that I'm using these days for my content creation is ClickUp. Oh yeah, because um, it, it is my uh, it is my calendar, it is my task manager, it is my document producer. So if I need to write content, I write it in ClickUp because then it's embedded and attached and related to everything else I'm doing in a way that saves me time and steps. And I, I'm not sending out letters to my congressperson. I am just writing things that I'm going to repurpose into the tweet that I'm going to put out or you know wh whatever the case might be. And that can all be in ClickUp for me. So... It's all of that and so much more. My goal system, my whole annual planning is in there. I'm now putting all my resource documents in there. It is turning into rather a scary Borg of Keeley's second brain. But the, the more I've been using it, but slowly adding little pieces, it's really helped me not to try to do too much all at once. And now I'm really starting to uncover the power of being able to relate things to each other, to automate templates so that I can move my content process forward without thinking, okay, what do I have to do when I do this live stream now? I have a template that just spits it out to me. And then when I finish that, it goes on to the next stage and another template spits it all out for me and then I'm moving along. So for me, it's the, the best tool that I've found in a long time. And I've been like Rob, from Mac Plus days. In fact, Apple IIe was my first Mac. I've been using organizational tools like that forever because I just love that stuff. And ClickUp is is now my jam. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Alec? I think it's interesting that like we're all basically using um a lot of old school tools, if you know, for want of a better word. And, you know, there are all these new uh, flashy services and things like that that uh, keep coming around. Um, but, you know, I'm very much of the, the old school as well. So like Excel, uh, I use Photoshop for my thumbnails. I'm nowhere near an expert in Photoshop. I feel like I just know enough to get by with the sort of things I have to do. Um, but it's still like one of these sort of older um, applications. I haven't made the move over to Canva because I'm just comfortable in what I'm doing. Um, Excel, I use that for, you know, tracking certain aspects of uh, content creation. But for me, the thing that has the most impact is also something I've been using for uh, years and years now, which would be OmniFocus for my task management. But then all of the automation stuff like uh, Keyboard Maestro, Hazel, uh, Moom, and Text Expander together, those four applications to be able to just sort of get ready to set up for recording a video uh, with the touch of a button, obviously all hooked together with Stream Deck. But um, yeah, they're, they're these tools that I've been using for, for years. And I think there's something in that, that we all, we all have these things that we find are, are really powerful from our previous experience. And I think there's something to that, that you know everyone brings their own unique experiences and past life experiences, I suppose, to content creation and finds a way to, to use those in, in, that, in that aspect of their life. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about you, Dina? Oh, I made a list. Oh, <laughs> oh cool. Um, 
I, I, I've got a big <laughs> list as well. I thought, oh, we're, we're doing a round. <laughs> I'm not going to work through the list because I'm not going to um, I'm not going to get thrown off the lawn here. So CapCut, I've started to use for um, like this is way highfalutin when I'm in the field, meaning when I'm in the garden, I want to post a story or a short and uh, I just want to get it out. If I have to do any editing at all, I'll do it in CapCut. Um, for long form content, if it's recorded, I just can't get away from Premiere Pro. I mean, it, it's, it, I love it. Um, if I'm doing any photo editing, that would be Lightroom. So clearly in house Adobe. Um, and then the one that, that <laughs> just cracks me up that I seem to use every day is color picker. I don't even know what I'm doing that requires me to use color picker every day, but I think I use it every single day. So the web app, um, no, the, um, well, no, the special one that we download and then we have that integrate with the stream deck button. So, um, yeah, you can invoke the, the software to pick the color with the stream deck button and then you can copy and paste the hex value. So there's that. And then the other one, uh, that I just started using recently is campsite.bio for my Lincoln bio. What I like about it is I can embed uh, YouTube videos directly in the bio. So I could put my latest bios or latest video there and the view counts still count and everything. So um, that's, and I I can get analytics. I can tell where um, subscribers came from, things like that. So that that's where I'm leaning in, in terms of my plan to convert people from, from Instagram followers to YouTube subscribers. I'm hoping that that's going to be the the link that I've been missing. Not that it's going to drive the conversion, but I think it's going to help me track the, if if conversions are happening. Mm. That's pretty dope. Wow. You had a, you had a list. I actually have a list too, but uh, (laughs) I have a list too, (laughs) but um, the one the one uh, that I use every single day, every single freaking day is Canva. I'm in Canva all day, every day. And what? Twice on Sundays. That is my go-to for creating all of the graphical elements of what I do. Also, well, I, they just came up with some new stuff too. So there's an AI component, which I've been playing around with, but you know, my AI buddy is Jasper. Jasper is the other thing that I absolutely love. Uh, it's a, my uh, AI writing assistant. Um, the script is another one. I use the script every single day uh, it, with my, you know, in producing some of the stuff that I do uh, as far as editing. It's, it's a really great editing tool. I used to start, I used to use um, uh, Final Cut Pro. I still have Final Cut Pro, but um been doing most of my stuff in Canva, right? And then the script would be the next thing. Uh, so I haven't really, you know, done anything much with Final Cut, but I'd say number one will be Canva. Number two, oh God, I almost forgot, Trello. Number number one will be Canva. Number two will be Trello because Trello is my my, my uh, management tool. You know, it helps me with my calendar. It helps me with everything. Like you, Keely, with ClickUp, that's what Trello is to me. Um, 
it's everything. It I I have a million boards. It's <laughs> And they're all connected some kind of way. And I can get information from place to place. And anytime I'm bored and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what I want to post. I can go back to my content bank because I have everything that I produce in there. And it's like, and it's all organized. And I know what, where the blog post is. I know what, what YouTube video went with it because it's all organized. So yeah, Trello, Canva, Jasper, Descript. That's that's my go-to all day, every day. I would add epidemic sound too. Oh, yes. I use that one a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For both channels. That would be the only I, I more of a service how you guys software, use it. How do you mean? Well, I usually just download music and I just play it on loop in the background of whatever I do. You guys have like the playlists and all the other stuff. And I haven't really, really dabbled in using playlists and such for my live streams or any of the content creation that that I'm doing. I usually just have something specific and I just use that. So I'm, I envy how you guys use it because I know both you and Keely you know, usually have a playlist going in the background. And then also you too, Alec, you have, you use a playlist feature and it's always just going and the music is changing and all that. I'm just, I don't know if it's the, it's my OCD wanting everything to be the same. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I, I might, I might dabble in that a little bit. I guess what I don't like is not knowing what's coming up next and having to pivot because then that would be a whole thing. So I don't know. Your, your, your show is very well-timed. There's, there's component. I can see where, where you wouldn't want the surprise of, Oh, this song. Yeah. <laughs> because you're, right. you're switching a lot. Yeah. 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 And to be fair, what I do with audio, which is with two eyes, audio.com. I don't use epidemic sound as I've, I've picked out all of the tunes that I want. I've created a, file in audacity where I've mixed them together. I've normalized the volumes and I know that there's no massive dips in, uh, in content there that, that, you know, if something tails off at the end of the song before the next one kicks in, I make sure to blend that together. So there's no big gaps and things like that. And then I save that as one file and that could be a 45 minute soundtrack. And that's what plays in the background of my live streams. So I already know that all the songs are going to be just fine. There's, they're all instrumentals. They're all at the same volume because that always trips me up that things get a little crazy. So uh, if there are playlist features and other pieces of software that can do that for me automatically, that would be kind of interesting. But in one shot, I've done it in, it's taken me, you know, 20, 30 minutes to put that together. And that's just the soundtrack I play behind every live stream I do. I was going to ask Michelle. Okay, so I I was on board with Jasper for a while. And um obviously there was a fee monthly and you know God bless capitalism. I have no problem with that, but I was just not finding it to be the tool that I needed at that level. You know, I I was you know, I was buying a howitzer when I needed a BB gun. And so um I, I kind of moved down to copy AI, which was significantly cheaper. And then now we've got chat GPT, which 
if you use it correctly, is free and could be just as good as anything else. I'm, you know, there are resources showing where a number of companies are using open AI. Uh, you know, they're building front ends, they're monetizing it to create new tools. Are you so deep into Jasper, Michelle, that you can't pull yourself away? Or what, you know, have you, have you dabbled? Have you cheated on Jasper? Well, I tried. I tried, but I'm a loyal person, right? I tried. So Canva has an AI component to them and it's pretty good because I'm in Canva. I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. I can do everything in one place. But at the same time, I guess I've been, I've created so much um, I've created so much content with Jasper that I'm not sure if all of the different ones, and I'm sure they probably do have all these different components of it where you could create different things. You just give it the command and it'll create whatever. But um, I'm team boss mode, Jasper team boss mode, because that is is working at its highest level. I don't have to worry about, oh yeah, you can get this for free. But you know, if you want the car to run or you want the engine to go with that, you're gonna have to, you know, get this. I don't I don't got time for that. <laughs> I wanna I want it to work. Chat GPT is like boss mode on steroids though. It's like that yeah. is what it is. It uh it's it's definitely worth checking out. I've been diving into that for the past week. There's probably another whole episode in this, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've been really impressed with it. It's really great for writing <laughs> Excel macros, code scripts, and all that kind of stuff as well. You can literally tell no it to kidding. write you a macro. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's, it's, oh, it's that's amazing. incredible. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, so I had I was in a phone call and with a, a lawyer the other day, yesterday, and his wife, who's a friend of mine, also comes in, you know, to this uh, um, Zoom call. And just pokes her head in and goes, Rob, have you ever heard of ChatGBT? And I'm like, yeah, for a few weeks. And she goes, she works for um, a company that uses software development a lot. And their team went out, their software development team went out and tested ChatGBT writing Python code. And then they were also able to put in current Python code snippets and have it QA the code and, and not only find the error in the code offer corrected code as well as a full uh, dialogue of what they had done and why they had done it in, in plain English. And it just wow. kicked it out in like a minute or two. Man, so you know, if, it, if it could do that with Apple script, that would be cool. Cause we can all use that. We can I, I would, I, I give it a try. I would just uh, ask it if it knows how to do that. that. I never thought about the, that. The thing that we have uh, that I have seen is that um, it learns, and there the, there was a, a article that was discussing it couldn't do a particular math problem, but enough people started to ask it the math problem, and provide the corrected answer that it started to be able to figure it its that that math pro- problem out for itself and displayed it, and then went on to be able to do other math problems correctly too. Oh wow. Yeah. I'll look into that. Yeah. I, did, I use it, Jasper too. And Jasper also has a Chrome plugin, which is kind of cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you're in YouTube and you need to write a quick rewrite of a description or something like that, you just hit the plugin and 
and do it no. without having to go into Jasper and a new tab and everything else. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I know if I were to buy into anything again, it would be Jasper. Well, and, I'm, I'm only in it because I bought a year. I wouldn't be paying for it, right. and I ha- and it snuck up on me. It's one of those things that we're doing without you looking. So I, and they tagged me for another nine hundred bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's and I use it still. It's I'm not sore about it, but I wish I didn't. I'd rather. Yeah, have if you money. use it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's, rather, that's the thing is now that, that I'm now in, that they, now that other thing came out though, I'd rather use that because it well, cost you when when we all talk about new software things. The inst- the thing that I do, probably the rest of us do, is I immediately go down to that website and I dig in and I look at it and I get, you know, I get the free, the free version or whatever, or, you know, 30 days, just put your credit card in. Don't worry about it. We won't charge your credit card, that type of thing. And I, what I've ended up doing is that I've just, I'm leaving a trail of, of for myself of all these t- different little software things that I've signed up for that I've now had to go back and unsubscribe from or what, whatever else. And, Cause I got, you know, I got tagged. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I got tagged by epidemic sound and I don't mind that because I use epidemic sound a lot, but it was just all of a sudden, Oh, here's $250 on your credit card. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks. But you know, other than that, yeah, you just, I, I, I think that, you know, if there was a, a decent way to track all of your subscriptions, uh, so that you just got set calendar reminders. Keely just set up something in her ClickUp, I think. I did. I part of my yearly review is I just spontaneously started a uh, list of everything in my tech stack. So it's got the logins in there, the renewal dates, the so- monthly, the annual, or the lifetime license prices. And ClickUp has a feature that if you have uh, designated a particular field or that turns into a column that is currency, you can click at the bottom of that column and it'll just calculate it for you. And whether that's the sum, the average of the range, it'll do all of that just with one click and boom, it's there. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, now I see exactly what I'm spending my money on every month and every year. And when that money's coming out, because it shows up now in my calendar that syncs over through to my regular Apple calendars. But what that brings me to, and we're starting to sort of get there is, are there any pieces of software in your collection that you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to let this go. This isn't serving me anymore. I found something else or I'm just not using this the way that I thought I would. And I'll start with, with one piece of my tech stack that I'm replacing is that I've been a MailChimp user for a long time. I'm really bad at sending out my email campaigns regularly. I'm terrible at it, but I do use it for onboarding into my memberships and things like that. And I bought one of those deals at um, AppSumo, thanks to Alex affiliate link, and picked up SendFox. And it doesn't have the features that MailChimp has, but boy, is the price ever nice. And for the way that I (laughs) don't use my emails the way that I should... It's going to fit me really well. Do you guys have a, a anything like that on your horizon this year that you're like, yeah, I'm getting out of this game and I'm going to the next thing? Michelle, what do you got? I did the same thing with um, with oh crap, what's the name of it? It's uh, Active Campaign. So that's my email uh, service provider. I've had them forever. I've just been giving them money. I'm like, here, take my money. Just take my money. Because just like you, I haven't been sending out things the way I'm supposed to either. So what I replaced it with 
was Kajabi because I'm building courses and doing all the things. And Kajabi has like, they have all of those things. Yeah, I could do my email campaigns. I can do my landing pages. I can do all the different things all in one place. And I, you know, I finally let, I just let that go. <laughs> so I just let that go. Um, and I know there's more stuff on there. So <laughs> basically all I'm doing is going through my, uh, my statement, my, my bank statement going, oh, oh, really? I've been paying for that? It's off the list now, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so yeah, but most recently active campaign was the first to get the chop. I can see that. Yeah. Cause I was on, I was on MailChimp as well for the campaign and my uh, MailChimp bill was 200, 225 a month. Cause I was doing, you know, I was sending out 14, 15,000 emails at a time. And so, um, and, and, you know, I can't complain about it. It kind of did what I wanted. I think um, I, Probably could have set it up a little better, a little earlier, and and verified the domain. Uh, you know, I I was getting great deliverability up front, but over time the deliverability kind of went down. I was still probably you know okay with it, but you know I was a couple hundred bucks a month. It was charged to my campaign, obviously. You know, but the seriously, as soon as the campaign was over, the first thing I did was signed on to. Mailchimp and cut them off <laughs> immediately. And I, you know, I had a couple other software packages too that I that I did too, but nothing at the level of of what I was doing with Mailchimp. But yeah, it, it's uh, and I'm on Kajabi as well, and that's what I'm focusing on as well for those things. But uh, you know, any 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 time I can save a couple hundred bucks a month because they could have sat around just festering for a while. I just made sure that I cut it straight out right away. I have another one that I, I was using for a while when I was really heavy on Facebook. Uh, ManyChat is a, um, a, a chatbot feature that, you know, manages my business page and stuff like that. I used to build bots a while ago um, when I I had a, a different mentor then and she was really big into bots. And so, you know, we created all these different things. And it was really kind of cool because, you know, all all the kids were doing it. And, uh, and yeah, so I let them go because I'm really not focused on Facebook. And for me, Facebook is a time suck. It, it literally is a, a time suck. And if I could get rid of Facebook, child, it'd be a lovely day. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, many chat is another one that, um, that I had to like, you know, tell them, get the step in. So it was annoying too, because, you know, you know, when you're talking to a bot, you just do. And so I kind of want my interactions to be a little bit more genuine or I guess, you know, be more creative with the bots. But, you know, the the bots, the bots are learning. So I dropped MailChimp also, um, but it wasn't necessarily a, a cost savings for me. It was an effort savings. So I went to ConvertKit because it integrates with with some of the other things that I'm doing. It's just easier for me to put up on WordPress for landing pages, things like that, you know, subscribes, mm-hmm. and then the, the um, integration with campsite.bio. So for me, it was a uh, savings of my time and effort. And I think it might be $5 more a month. I'm not entirely sure. But at, at my size, it, it just made sense. It was, it was cheap enough. 
I kind of have my feet in two places when it comes to a website um, uh, software. So I have the WordPress software, well, the WordPress site, and then I also have the Kajabi site. Right now, everything is on WordPress and I'm slowly moving it to Kajabi, but I don't know. I kind of... I kind of have my feet in both places. I kind of like owning my own stuff, but, you know, and not putting all of my eggs in one basket. But I also like the fact that in Kajabi, there's everything there and I don't have to Frankenstein it to make it work, you know? So, um, I don't know. I'm kind well, of and, the, and they're things. responsive. The, the, I think the thing that we talk about, we don't talk about enough is the people on the other end of, of software, and the upside with Kajabi is is that there is a good community. There's good support from the company itself. And so, you know, I, I'm really surprised, uh, you know, when somebody has a complaint about it, because every time I've ever had a question or a need, they've jumped on it. And I've gotten questions answered in five or ten minutes and been able to move on with my day. So... Uh, it, it's it's the Swiss Army knife of software, but at the same time, it's got good people behind it. It's not just, you know, and that's I, that's the thing that I'll I'll cancel subscription of something in a heartbeat if I don't think I can talk to a human being or get, you know, get some comment back from somebody, you know, on on something. If somebody you know comes back and gives me an honest uh, explanation, even if there's something down, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, I can move on. I work in an industry. I work, you know, uh, where, you know, there's no such thing as a hundred percent uptime ever in anything in med in in healthcare. It's, you know, it's more aggravating than not because it's patient care and you, you know, you don't want an injured patient, but you know, in terms of Kajabi, I think the thing that always surprises me is that every once in a while Kajabi goes down and it's nothing to panic about and it'll be back up soon just take a deep breath, go get a coffee and just move on with your day. Don't think that the world is burning down. And I'm, you know, not just Kajabi, any SaaS based software. Face it, folks, stuff goes down. Even Adobe Web or uh, uh, Amazon Web Services will go down and then they come back up and no one dies. Okay. See, now there was, now there was a piece of software that Rich moved away from. Um, he got rid of Salesforce. Yeah, I'm using HubSpot instead of Salesforce, but that was that's not really content creation. That's more running my business kind of shit. Um which is I mean it's fine. It's something I use. Well, and and that's and okay, so I guess I'm going back to if it helps you earn money, you know, it's an it's an important part. It's just another tool. Yeah, but this whole However, podcast is about content creation. It's not no, about I know. Yeah, I know. not about no. whatever writing the word. I mean it can be it can be whatever you want. But HubSpot can be used in different ways. It can host your website just like Kajabi it, can. So. It can. It absolutely can. Yeah. And it can replace MailChimp and it can do it can do a whole lot of stuff. And I just haven't yeah. got I haven't tore into it like that. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's what I need to because it is because it's pretty expensive. But in fact, if you, if is. I wanted to do what Agora Balls can do, it's 800 a month, which is crazy. You don't have to buy that part, but it's stupid. Right. Because Agora Pulse is a buck 20 and Radar is 60 bucks all you can do so forever so it's i mean radar is just as good as all that stuff so i noticed alex been very quiet in this whole segment about getting rid of software 
because we might be able to accuse him, never mind gas, but maybe it's more like SAS, the software acquisition syndrome. He's he's the big guy in software. Is there anything, Alec, that you've seen in your tech stack recently and you said, don't need that, that's gone? Anything like that for you? Mm. Not really, actually. I suppose um, there's uh, things that I've tried, like uh, Descript, and then I went on and off it, and then I'm back on it. And so I am kind of putting that to use now, finally. Uh, so there's been things like that. But the, the core things that I mentioned earlier, those are all all still, you know, very much the, the core of everything. I always try out new stuff and, you know, I cover, you know, set up apps and things like that, but I tend to find a use for them. Don't, don't know offhand of something that I've just thought I'm done with it. <laughs> Um, I suppose for me, Agora Pulse would have been one like that, that I did try it and just never got into it and replaced that with um, um, Radar uh, for scheduling. So um, there would be that, I suppose. But yeah, I can't I'm think not of familiar with Radar. It's, it's like, like Agora uh, Pulse, but you can get it on um, AppSumo for a one-off payment as opposed to um, $100 a month. So it's okay. like $50 for a lifetime li- license or 50 something. Um, and it's for sort of scheduling posts. Out. It's got some limitations, but then, you know, I was just trying to uh, not be adding on another monthly subscription because those can all quickly sort of add up. So, yeah. Well, Michelle and I use another product. So, and, and my my subscription to that comes due on the eleventh. You can name names. What are you talking about? Smarter, Smarter Q? Q. Okay. Smarter Q. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it, you know, what was what I liked about Smarter Q over um, Buffer and some of the other products is that, you know, they're not limiting. Well, t- they they offer a lot more access to different accounts. Um, I, you know, I was able to have my campaign stuff and a couple of different separate things and a personal one. So I, I had those different things. Uh, built and it, it works really well. Um, I'm pro- again, I'm probably not using it to its fullest uh, um, means, but I can honestly say I'm a lot happier with that than I was with Buffer or what was the other one that started with an H? Um, Hootsuite. Huh? Hootsuite. Yeah. Yeah. I went through the Hootsuite and then I went in through uh, Buffer and now I'm happy where I'm at right now. But it's going to be what? Another 400 bucks? A year? year? It's not a month. Oh, it's a year. Yeah, year, I would look, yeah, at, look at look year. at radar. Look at radar. You can get it for sixty bucks or fifty nine. I think. Join us, Rob. Join yeah, us with I, radar. Um, I actually did it. <laughs> I did you it. You got to learn yeah. to translate. You got to translate English to Russian to whatever that accent is, or Austrian, <laughs> I don't know where he's from. <laughs> but that's kind of the fun thing about this group is that obviously we spend a lot of time talking about the tools that we're using and what we found is working and what isn't working. And, hey, you should try this. Oh, I think this is really going to work for you. Oh, you should get off this thing. And we're, although we do have our differences, we have migrated to certain things that we've realized, you know, no matter what kind of content creator we are, these tools are quite optimized with the way that we have come into this space and the, and the journeys that we're on right now. So, you know, radar is one of them. Um, obviously Ecamm's the big one as well, but I, I think it's really cool how we're able to give each other that information and sort that out. So we forgot to buddy. Oh my, oh my God. I was about to toss to buddy. I, I tossed it all. Oh, 
I got, I yeah, think I got rid like of it all. Services, though, like, you know, the sort of, the, the things like, you know, subscriptions and services like TubeBuddy, Epidemic and all that, I've always classed those, I don't really think of those in the same way as apps, but I suppose they are, they're just web apps. But, uh, yeah, I right, d- right. didn't really think about that one. Big one for me, though, that's for sure. Wow. Yeah. You kicking TubeBuddy to yeah, the car. I no, six, I think it's six six that accounts. integrated into our reality. You know, I think it's just deep <laughs> that we've in. forgotten. You know, yeah, it's, it's no, we enough. don't even it's know that it's like right YouTube here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that part of YouTube? <laughs> yeah. It says so right on the tin. It says it's their buddy. It says it right there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Read the tin, folks. Well, this is this is great. This was great. I'm sure that we gave those who are listening to us some good information to maybe look up some new stuff. Maybe you might find something that works perfect for you, that works in your ecosystem, or maybe you maybe you found some other things that maybe eh, it's not something that. I could use, but I'm hoping that you got some good information from our conversation today. And uh, yeah, this was a great, this was a great one. We'll see, see you next time. Thanks for hopping into our creators pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell all of your friends. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Al Johnson, Dina Taylor, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Balls, and me, Keely Dunn. Thanks, friends. Get off my lawn.